What's the Buzz? America's best podcast presents on the record tonight. Oh, we got a good one. Controversial subject tonight. Climate change. Who's really in charge of the weather? Ah, uh, it's a question of the ages. I will tell you, it's not who you think. That's the only clue I'm given. But tonight, let's talk a little bit further about this interesting subject with my co-host, Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. How are you, Amelia? I'm doing good other than finding, uh, fighting the sinus stuff Yeah, here. you sound like <laughs> shit. <laughs> Our friend, the rowdy rev, Pastor Steve, is not with us tonight. He is home tending to newly hatched chicks, if you can yep. believe it. That's what the rev is doing tonight. He is taking care of some chicks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, look, hey, somebody's got to tend to the birds, you know. Right? <laughs> As well be the, the pastor. Um, yeah, sure they don't fly the coop. <laughs> yeah, right, for sure. They're so cute, they're so little bitty. They yeah, yeah, they are. Well, you know, they I tell you what, they grow up so fast though. Yeah, they do. The, the chickens and, and ducks. If you ever want, I think the cutest little things are newly hatched ducklings. Mm -hmm. I love little ducks. We have and, so and, one, yeah. In a month or two, they triple in size. Oh, absolutely. We have one here that the mama just had, like, I don't know, like 12 of them. Yeah. And they're, like, this big already. I mean, they're little. Now they're, like, that big already. Oh, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. So what have you been doing for this week? I haven't um, seen you all week. I haven't talked to you all week. Um, fight a sinus trying infection to leave or the whatever I have. And dealing with some personal issues and right and it's just been like one thing after another and well that's the way it is don't you know yeah that's and the way of course it is, you know? as, as you said you know climate change and everything and we weren't expecting rain today but guess what it's raining right now here in florida well, <laughs> it, it, it's just here's the thing it's um yeah you know, we asked the question, uh, who's really running the show? We should be asking this question. Is it real or is it bullshit propaganda? I think it's bullshit. So give me <laughs> your take on it, Pitbull. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Back then, uh, when I was growing up, you you know, winter was like what? From like October-ish to December, January, we have no more snowfall. And I remember with my kids, we would get ready to go to church in Texas and we're getting ready to go to Easter hunt at the pastor's house. And we couldn't right. go because April, it was snowing. Who would hear snow in April? Think about well, that. Well, I believe it. No way. Why? I can't tell you that. <laughs> no, I'm saying, you know, why would they want to be doing something stupid like that? April, you don't have snow in April. It's supposed to be nice and sunny and windy and weather spring weather and not fall weather fall was done and over with right but well i don't know what to tell you hollering at me <laughs> no i'm not hollering at you i'm hollering at the people that are doing this the stupid oh, I up in washington and okay. i think that's who's doing it oh i got you okay so it's you not know? me no it's those idiots up in washington's who's doing it oh well now you're in my area okay so here's yes uh, that's the question. Is it Washington or is it, um, is there something outer worldly controlling the weather? I happen to believe and have for a long time that the weather, uh, is at the mercy of the government, but it's not yes. just our government. It's every government, every ex I should, I should say this. It's every government that has a strong military. And here's why I say that. It takes military might and a lot of money to pull off what they're doing. Absolutely. And so I don't think poorer countries are as culpable as, say, the U.S. and Great Britain and you know Russia, um, places yeah. like that. Okay. So now if we understand that, then we understand who's who's controlling the weather. We know that there is this massive thing in Alaska called HARP. Yes. Okay. 
And people want to know what HARP stands for or what HARP is or what HARP does. Okay, here's, let me give you the dummy version, okay? HARP is the High Altitude Auroral Research Project, H-A-A-R-P. Essentially what it is, it's, it's a weather weapon. That's what it is. Yes. Okay? It's a weather weapon. How do I know? Because we can see it in action. You look up in the sky and you can you will notice there are some clouds that move faster than others. Correct. Some clouds go in this direction and some clouds go in this direction. Yeah, you see that. Like, yeah, it'll go. That shouldn't be possible. No. It shouldn't be possible, but it is. Why? Because there's some force pulling it or pushing it. Right. That's hard. That's another thing. We'll talk about that. That's a whole nother show we could do on art. Oh, you don't even know, folks. You, mm -hmm. This is one of those subjects I get worked up about. Because I know what's going on. And, and I tell people and I plead with people, listen to me, listen to me. And they turn a deaf ear. And go, All right, well, look, if I'm the only guy that believes it, then good. I'll be the only guy that believes it. But I'll be right and you'll be wrong. But so when it's too late, they should have said, we should have listened to Mad Dog. Listen, I've been telling people for decades, listen to the Mad Dog. Yeah. Listen to me. I won't steer you wrong, baby. I <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> I won't. No. Here's a serious note, though. Um, it is a problem. This weather is a problem because they're, the people in charge in Washington and elsewhere the evil mad scientists, they really are evil mad scientists. Oh, absolutely. Right? Are trying to control the weather to weaponize it. How can you use weather as a weapon? It's very simple. Make a tornado where there are no tornadoes. Make a hurricane where there are no hurricanes. Make it snow where they don't get snow. That becomes a weapon real fast. Absolutely. Look what happened in Hawaii. We're going yes. to talk about that tomorrow night. We're going to give you a little a little clue of it tonight. But tomorrow night, we're really going to delve deep into what the fuck happened in Maui. Was it a weather problem, a, a weather anomaly? Was it a weather glitch? Um, or was yeah. it something more? I think there was something more, and I, I'm going to There's show absolutely something more. more. I agree with oh, you. Oh, yeah, I do, too, million. I think we're going to show mm -hmm. people what it actually was. Tonight, by the end of this show, I will prove to you, because I always can prove what I say, that climate change is bullshit. Absolutely. And I believe it's bullshit. Let me just start off this discussion, you know, with um, a, a little video clip. I want to show people, this is just a small sampling of what you're going to see between tonight and tomorrow. So I want to take a look at this real quick. Part of all of that, though, is that these policies, they're not just destroying lives. They're rooted in lies, all of them. Our next guest was once a climate alarmist, but now says the entire movement is, quote, a scam. Tom Harris is the executive director of the International Climate Science Coalition. He joins me now. Tom, good to see you tonight. Now, you actually say the only way to get rid of this is to go after the science of climate change. Explain. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people will say, well, you know, uh, Canada, for example, puts out so little greenhouse gas emissions that we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't actually try to reduce it because China is double the United States. Well, the trouble is people argue that, well, yes, but we have to set an example to the world and we have to be good citizens and all that sort of thing. So they're using these arguments quite often that China's double the emissions of the U.S., etc. But the, but the real underlying thing is that there is no climate crisis. You know, I was originally an aerospace engineer and I would give speeches and I wrote articles. I wrote one in the Ottawa Citizen about comparative planetology, how studying the planets helps us understand the Earth better. And I used the example of the runaway greenhouse effect on Venus. I said, this could happen on the Earth if we don't reduce carbon dioxide. Well, a local professor of Carl at Carleton University, professor of geology, he liked my article so much he used it in his course on climate change. And But he said to the students, 
But that part about Venus is wrong. What happened on Venus cannot physically happen on the Earth, and he explained why. Now, I thought, who is this climate change denier? Well, he invited me into his lab, and he showed me the geologic history that he and others are finding, and they found no consistent correlation between carbon dioxide and Earth's temperature. At times, CO2 was 1,300% of today, and we were stuck in very cold conditions. So it was all over the board. So I started wondering, well, Maybe he's right. He exposed me to a lot of people who actually showed me that there are thousands of scientists. And here's a book, actually, that illustrates that. It's called Climate Change Reconsidered. And this is on climatechangereconsidered.org. There are thousands of references here which talk about the fact that there is no foundation to the climate scare. It's all but based wait. on models that don't yeah. work. But, Tom, when you hear you know, politicos especially, but not just the politicos, celebrities. It's, it's, it's settled science. Science is <laughs> yeah. settled. Is science ever settled, really? I mean, it, it, except no. over time where you really, you know, what, what is H2O? We know what H2O is, right? <laughs> we, we understand that. But yeah. is this science settled really quickly? No. In fact, it's a very immature science. In fact, we don't even know whether it's going to warm or cool in the future. Various people who study the sun, for example, Dr. Patterson, they show that we're headed into a grand solar minimum around 2060 and that we'll see gradual cooling over the next few decades. So the bottom line is we have no clue what's going to really happen. So the only sensible approach is to get ready for it, to make our infrastructure hardened, to use solid, dependable sources of energy like coal. This is a piece of coal from eastern Kentucky. And not to turn off our solid, reliable energy sources for flimsy wind and solar power. You know, you'd laugh. It's appropriate that I'm based here in Ottawa, because right now here in Ottawa, Canada, they're running a, a municipal election. And it is the most corrupt election I have ever oh, seen. God. They are trying their best to bring in a climate alarmist as mayor. So guess who they put in charge of the four debates they've had? Climate activists. They have climate activists running right. the mayor's debate. Professor, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that this is happening in Canada. It's happening in the United States. And we need real facts to, uh, to discern what the real truth is here. Professor, thank you for this invaluable work that you're <laughs> Okay. Okay, so. where is he Come getting his facts from the same scientist in China that said that. <laughs> no, actually, you're going to hear from a scientist in China. <laughs> He's getting his facts from 30 plus years of research. You could tell that the guy knows what he's talking about for a couple of reasons. He wasn't afraid to mention facts, figures, and places and names. Number one. Number two, he was one of those people who said that there's climate change and then had the evidence change his mind. He didn't yeah. just change his mind. Evidence, evidence changed his mind. They have a lot of solar fans in Texas, I can tell you that, because when I went to go visit my mom in the West yeah. Texas area, in the, like the desert part, there are so many of those fans out there. So well, and, and I understand they're called wind turbines. Yeah. We have them here, too. A lot of businesses use them uh, as alternate en energy sources, and that's good as a backup, but it's not mm -hmm. going to sustain an entire business or uh, an entire uh, uh, industry. It's just not. No. Mm -hmm. it, but it, is it, a, is it a, a reliable backup? Sure it is, for sure. The biggest problem, and you're going to hear this throughout the discussion, is... People talking about greenhouse gases, yes. okay, carbon monoxide, carbon, the right. carbon, um, dioxide, carbon yeah. dioxide, carbon yeah. monoxide. Okay, mm -hmm. you're going to hear that a lot. And there's a reason you're going to hear that a lot. People that are trying to worry you or trying to scare you into climate change, quote unquote, they don't have their facts. No. The uh, only slightly over the last thousand years has carbon been building up to this particular layer. And there's a reason why. We talked about it on the show before. Yes. I'm going to surprise you. Mm -hmm. You ready? Yes. Magic words coming up. Magic word. Chemtrail. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Chemtrail. Magic yeah. word. 
How do the chemtrails play into all of this? Angelo, Mad Dog, tell me. I'm How do they play into all of this, Mad Dog? I'm glad you asked, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Here's what happens when those chemtrail planes, they spray stuff up in there. Yes. They're spraying aluminum and barium. Yeah. You know that what was aluminum and barium do together? They turn into the little crystals and stuff like that. I remember seeing Oh, that. that's true, too. And mm -hmm. that's going to play into a, what we're talking about. But they do something more. Mm -hmm. They spread out and they create like a film. Imagine oh, yeah. this. Amelia, imagine this. Mm -hmm. Taking a giant piece of plastic wrap. Right. And wrapping it around your face. Yes. Okay, you're going to have a problem breathing, right? Absolutely, yeah, you're going to suffocate. Exactly, unless you poke a hole in that plastic. Right. Here's what's happening. Those chemtrails are creating a layer of film, essentially. It's trapping greenhouse gases in the Earth's atmosphere. Can they fix it? Absolutely, they can. Yeah. And it's been happening a lot here in Florida. We've got so many chemtrails lately. It's unbelievable and ridiculous. Yeah, well, it, it's quite a big deal. Yeah. People are getting sick from those chemtrails. People are yes. dying from those chemtrails. Mm -hmm. And you can see the when the chemtrails, you can see the little things falling down too, like when they're well, yeah. starting to fall down. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what's what's happening with the chemtrails and how it plays into this weather thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's all it's like a giant game of dominoes. They're all connected to each other. Mm -hmm. One falls and everything else falls in place. Okay. So though, remember what I said, aluminum and barium. Well, what right. are aluminum and barium? They're metals. Right, metals, yes. What does heart do? It takes its energy and it can move those clouds around. Why? Because mm -hmm. they contain metal. It's energy. Right. They can move that stuff anywhere they want it. Anywhere they want it. You understand me what I'm right. saying? Yes. Any fucking place they want it. And you know how you were saying something about where weather was happening, where unexpected weather's never happened before? Yeah, sure. Well, in Texas, where I live, we've never had earthquakes. And all of a sudden, West Texas area, they've been you're, experiencing you're earthquakes. My point for me. Yes. You're proving my point. I want to. Yes. I live in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I live in New Jersey. We've never, never had a tornado in new jersey until five years ago really yeah wow because we don't have tornadoes here no you guys probably if anything is what the, it's, it's, the, the hurricanes the, the maybe? well no it's not it's the hurricanes yeah because we're next to the ocean that's about it but yeah but tornadoes we don't get because mm -hmm. we don't have the land for it right Tornadoes love flat land, so something okay. they can travel on. There's nothing flat about New Jersey. It's all New Jersey is a very hilly state, right? It really is. It's a there's a lot of hills in Jersey, and it's a couple of mountains too, by the way. Um. So anyway, what point I'm trying to make is, even we felt it here. You know, uh, mm -hmm. inclement weather where you would not ordinarily see this kind of activity. Um, look at what happened in Maui. Correct. Yeah, we're going to go into it tomorrow. and But just in the sense that I want to bring this to everybody's attention. They said that the, there was a, a hurricane hit Maui. Okay. Um, uh, first of all, we're calling bullshit on it because we got the film. There's no, no hurricane in sight. None. But what we did see was a laser from the sky hit. Okay, we have film of it. We got a lot of film of it hitting the same place. And where it hit, it caused massive destruction. Hurricanes don't blow up cars. They throw no, they them don't. around like Tonka toys. Okay? I've never seen a hurricane blow up a car. No. Well, this motherfucker blew up a car. Okay? That would be, yeah, hurricanes. Yeah, you're right. They don't, they don't do that. No, mm -mm. They, they, it's not how they behave, okay? It's not how they behave. What happens 
when you get enough people with enough money that can forward an agenda to the public. Well, the public's going to believe it, especially if you use politicians and everybody's favorite celebrities. Absolutely, 100% correct, yes. Celebrities don't know shit about nothing. Here's what celebrities know. They know how to repeat the lines that you give them, okay? Celebrities are people who got rich because they didn't know anything else to do in life, all right? I never, in my entire life, I've never needed an actor or a model or an athlete to do anything for me. Mm-hmm. What I needed was plumbers, carpenters, electricians. I've never needed a celebrity, not once, to do my bidding for me. And I've never, ever needed a politician to speak on my behalf. Trust me, the mad dog can speak for his fucking self. Absolutely. And ain't nobody going to shut me up. If anybody tries to, they're going to have to come through me. Exactly. She's still the pit bull, folks. Absolutely. All right, here's the deal. Um, Everybody's uh, got an opinion on this. Time for a commercial break as well. Yeah, and that's what I was uh, coming up on there for you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to do a a couple of spots. One of my favorites, I'm going to start off with one of my favorites, right? Tom McDonald. I love this guy. I'm going to get him here. One way yeah. or another, I mean, we sure you are. Know, you got to get him here. Or I'm going to kick you back to the wrestling world. So, <laughs> yeah, Tom McDonald and a couple messages from our sponsor. Step one, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happens. Today I'm going to teach you how to crochet. She started crocheting like a lot and her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened. Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale! You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. We got dang! And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life and become your own boss, build it on Shopify. Is it real or is it bullshit propaganda, weather, climate change? Amelia, what's happening? Is it is it real? Do you think this is a, a real deal here or is it bullshit? No, I think it's bullshit because to me, they're trying to test to see what they can get away with and put in different types of weather anywhere they can. Well, and that's the thing is, is it to, uh, is it to see that they can do it or is it to scare the shit out of people? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's completely to scare the shit out of people. Why? Here's why. If you scare people, If you create the problem, if you create the problem and people are scared, then you're the one who has the solution to the problem. The people look up to you as their savior. Right. You understand what I'm saying? They're creating the problem, problem, but they're also the ones that are going to be the heroes when they fix it. Here's, Here's the problem, though. There are no heroes in this scenario. There's not. There are no heroes in this scenario. When government is involved in any capacity, in any way, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. it's all bad news. They're evil from the core. Okay. 
government is evil to the core. What are they going to gain by trying to give people earthquakes in ah, Texas? You said the magic there. word. You said the magic word, Pitbull. What are they going to gain? Exactly. What are they going to gain? Here's what they're going to gain. One word. One word that changes the game for everybody. Control. I'll say it again. Control. Control. Control of your mind, your heart, your soul, your wallet, every control of your family, everything you hold dear. I'll say, well, man, though, you're talking about the weather. You bet your fucking ass I am. Yeah. And I'm and the weather is everything else that the government's connected to. Whenever, remember what I said, ladies and gentlemen, when the government is connected to anything, it's bad fucking news. Yes. Nothing about it. happened yeah. from government. No, because think about it. When they bring their little hurricanes here, they're forcing us to buy bread. They're forcing us to buy this or that. But at the same time, guess what? If a loaf of bread costs you $5 now, we're having to buy it. We're having to pay five dollars for the bread. We're having to pay five or six dollars for the peanut butter or whatever we need essentials mm -hmm. for that week or whatever. But the hurricane passes us. But guess what? We're stuck with that food because we can't return it. Do you know that right now in Sacramento, California, a gallon of gas is nine dollars and forty-nine cents? Whoa. Can't make it up. Oh my gosh. And I was complaining Can't, about three dollars and forty six. Make it up. The woman was out there with her phone. I saw it on the TikTok video. I said, you got to be kidding me. She says, she said, she, she, I'm serious. You go on TikTok, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. She, She's out there with her cell phone. She says, this is a real price, folks. I'm out here. It's Sacramento. It's whatever, 730 or 720 at night, whatever it was. That's horrible. She got her phone out and it said, Nine dollars and forty nine cents. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Is that like the government's doing that for that? I mean, the governor's doing that for that state itself, that's, or is... that's a very good. That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. When you find out the answer, let me know, please. <laughs> because we know. I don't know. I I, I can't tell you. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you yes or no. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows. I doubt seriously that it's um, Sunoco or, right. uh, or, or you know, the company providing the gas. Unless it's a private it. owned different because everything else I see is like 340 something. And usually they all have around the same prices. They have to usually. Well, you got to remember something. It all depends. That, that And a lot of people, Amelia, believe that. They believe what you just said. That, that, that they have to be all around the same price. No, they don't. I have five gas stations within, literally within five minutes of each other where I live. The gas at any given station fluctuates five to 15 cents. And they're all in the same, like, five-mile area. Oh, yeah, you know, where um, here in Tampa, like there's certain parts of Tampa that in like the ritzy part, you know, the richer part of Tampa, sure. there's like, if it's like 346 here, it might be like 425 over there because, of course, that's what Let me explain economics to you, okay? Because mm -hmm. I know you're young and you're wet behind the ears. <laughs> Let me explain economics to you. The richer you are, the less you pay. You understand me? Yeah. Do you get how it works, folks? The more money you have, the less you pay. Here's how things work. The least amount of money you have, you're going to pay through the nose. Absolutely. Why? Here's why. Because they know you'll do it to have whatever it is. We have to survive. They know you'll pay $10 for a loaf of bread. Because? That only costs $1.75. Or because maybe we have bucks. to live, we have to survive, we have to eat. I got news for you, kiddo. When this shit hits the fan, and we're going to get in this tomorrow night when Pastor Steve joins us. But when this shit hits the fan, you and I and people that don't have a lot of money, we're going to be the ones that'll be okay. Because yeah. people who have money are going to lose it like they've never seen before. 
You think the Great Depression was bad? You ain't seen bad yet. Yeah. People say, oh, we're living in the tribulation. No, we're not. Not even fucking yeah. close. I got news for you. The tribulation scares the shit out of me. And we haven't even gotten there yet. Right. So but when people... we do, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's not. we're not fucking around. No, we're not. Not playing around. See this? You see this here? I wear this cross. You see this ring? It says put on the, the whole let me put on it. it oh, says, yeah. put on the whole armor of God. Ephesians 13 17. Okay. Yeah. I don't play when it comes to this kind of stuff. I yeah. can't. Okay. I made a commitment. I made a commitment. But when I tell you that this shit is real and it's going down, believe me, it's going down. People, we need to take this country back. And it's, oh, God, Jesus is going to take the country back for us. Yes. You don't have to worry about that. Unless we, unless we so pissed him off that, um, that he doesn't want to bother with us anymore. <laughs> well, we can stand behind him and be his army. <laughs> well, we're already his army, baby. I can you. Yeah. Um, so. Your thoughts on this, Mill? Yeah, I mean, this, it's it's ridiculous. Like you know, I'll be you know watching TikTok or you know Facebook, or I'll call my mom and she's like, "I felt something." I was like, "What's going on?" She's like, "A earthquake," and I'm like, "A earthquake? Why would you have an earthquake in Texas?" And that kind of makes me wonder what's going on. Why are they doing this? And that's the just, heart. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, why are they doing this? I mean, why are they testing things?" And and it makes me back. Think about okay, they're wanting the land, they're wanting Texas, maybe for something else besides Hawaii. They're trying to take it over. And I'm thinking, okay, like you were saying earlier, all these countries are sitting together, probably thinking to themselves, well, let's see what we can take over. Let's go ahead and sit down. It's probably NATO. Who knows? It could be NATO sitting around at this big old table and say, let's see what it's, it's not impossible. It's not impossible because I don't trust the military. I don't. I don't either. Before, and I'm going to piss off some military people. I don't care. Um, if When you understand what I'm saying, it, it may make sense to you. But I do not respect, nor do I like, nor do I care for the military. And I do not support the military. However, however. I stand behind every man and woman who serves and who has ever served. Why? Because they chose to get in line and put their life for their country. Absolutely. I respect the fuck out of them, but I don't respect the people they work for. Exactly. Because they are no, up to no good. They got their hands dirty and they're going to continue to play dirty. Well, that, that playing dirty is what they do. Particularly when it comes to the West. I want you to listen to this. Mm -hmm. I have another um, another piece of film. Another clip for us? Yeah, this is part two. I want you to take a look at this. My name is uh, Willie Soon. I'm a scientist at the Harvard Smithsonian. See, me? I told you. I, I, yeah, I told you I promised you a Chinese uh, <laughs> uh, 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 anthropologist here. Here you go. Center for Astrophysics. I've been studying both the Sun and the Earth climate system for the past 20 years and my concern especially with regard to the role of carbon dioxide causing global warming and climate change is indeed that most of the alarm, most of the alarming aspect of, of carbon dioxide causing all this disastrous effect are indeed uh, do not have any strong scientific uh, supports in the sense that most of them are overplayed and all these issues concerning carbon dioxide harming the biological system or even the chemical aspect of the uh, cycling of the earth system is too exaggerated to the point in which that one can show convincing refuting evidence so this is why I call for basically all the leaders that goes to the Copenhagen from December 7 to 18 to have that strong courage to really stand against climate alarmism and then to stand for basically uh, access to energy use that would be able to uh, help us better take care of our own environment and so forth and indeed 
that we should really really have the courage to try to reject any Copenhagen deal at all especially with regards to treating carbon as a tradable commodity and because it will be totally disastrous in terms of the both the cost and actually the actual outcome itself because you will gain nothing from doing such a restrictive uh, uh, effort to try to control carbon emission because the outcome is that you will neither get the weather and climate to change in a, any reasonable or meaningful way in which in a sense that you can say that you can moderate some sort of hurricane uh, landing on, on, on New Orleans or, or a drought in the southwest of the United States. Or Did you hear what he said? Yeah. You'll never get the weather to change in any consistent or reasonable way. You know what that means. It means you can't control the weather the way you think you can. But this government is spending millions upon millions upon millions of dollars trying to get an outcome that they desire. Here's the problem with it though. You didn't create the weather and you're not going to you're not no. going to be able to control it not the way you think you are anyway. Okay? What right. you've done is you've created a monster with the bullshit you're spraying up in the air. Yes. And it's gotten out of control. It's created a layer that's keeping all the carbon in. We're not we're we're not going to be able to live on this planet if if this level of carbon continues the way it's going. That's what the the government wants you to believe. Contaminated food, yes. No, 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 no. When it falls on the new. Got nothing to do with the food. That's a whole different uh, subject. That's a that's a two or three part show right there. Mm. What here's what we're saying. Here's what we're saying. As uh, Professor Lou said, uh, I'm sorry, Professor Soon. His name Mm -hmm. is Willie Soon. Professor Soon said, "You're not going to be able to control the weather in a sustainable or uh, how did he say? I want to make sure that I get this right." Um, in, in a sustainable way is the essence right. of what he said. Right. But by the same token, you cannot control the weather in the way that you wish at this rate. You've created a monster that's gotten out of control. It has gotten 100% out of control. But you also have the solution to fix it. It's as simple as this. Stop mm-hmm. spraying. Yes, really. Stop spraying, it'll go away. Do you realize that we still have carbon markers on planet Earth from 2,000 years ago? Wow. You understand what I'm talking about? I can't believe that you live up in the air that long. It means carbon never goes away. What happens is it recycles itself. Do you understand? Yeah, that doesn't it like join together or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Dr. Soon is telling you. Listen to him. Even in the southeast of the United States, and you will not get none of this this sort of uh, uh, that expectable uh, outcome that one would imagine from doing carbon uh, dioxide uh, restriction emission. And then finally, I really want to make sure that we know that the tools in which that all this climate alarmism came from, which is essentially the so-called uh, climate model, the computer climate modeling, are extremely, uh, I would say, uh, not reliable at all in the sense... A computer climate model. Did you hear that? Yes. I stopped this because that is so fucking important. They're getting their information... <laughs> I got to shake my head for a <laughs> I got, they're getting their information from a computer, a computer, not a person, a computer that only, what do computers do, Amelia? They lie to you. <laughs> Besides that. They can give you false information as they, well. No, here's the answer I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. A computer only does what you tell it to do. Yeah. We talked about it last week, AI. Yeah. That's what this is, AI. 
A computer does what you tell it to do. So you're going to listen to a computer? No. Well, you know it's going to give you the answer what you want because you told it to. Yeah. Instead you of you telling me, Amelia, it's going to be hot outside instead of the computer telling me it's going to be hot outside. You're, the computer is telling you what you programmed it to say. Mm -hmm. Continue, Professor. That uh, it doesn't even have cloud in the in the system. So imagine that a uh, 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 treating a, a computer climate uh, that has no cloud in it, that doesn't do anything that realistic re relation to the cloud. And how how are we supposed to be able to say anything about what the weather and climate will do? And this is why the. The state of uh, where we are today is extremely uh, urgent in some sense and therefore I caution uh, anyone who keep insisting that atmospheric carbon dioxide is going to cause global warming and all this climate disaster to take a step back and to think a little bit further on what it is that you are trying to achieve in terms of uh, this outcome that you are proposing and I really think that this is the kind of uh, uh, rational uh, decision making that we must have before really it's gone too late. By, by having everybody uh, foolishly going along this particular path of a carbon emission restriction scheme that will be highly damaging for almost everyone on planet Earth, including any species that you wish to say or specify in, in this particular picture. Dr. Willie Soon, he is a renowned astrophysicist, okay? One of the best in the world. You heard from two of the leaders two of the smartest guys in the world on climate change, okay? There's no accident that I chose those two guys. What about, like, you know, have you heard anything about why the sun's supposedly spitting out fire or anything like that? Do you think it's something That's to do with a it That's called a solar well? flare. Yeah, it happens. Mm -hmm. It's a solar flare. Solar flares happen all the time. And they're trying However, to scare people. Well, however, at certain times in, in, the, in, the, in the history of the universe, which we don't even know how old the universe is. We got, we're going to talk to Pastor Steve about that, too, because he don't even know. Only God knows because he created it. Here's the thing, and it's important. It's really, really critical. As much information as we have, as much data as we have, as smart as we think we are, when it comes to certain things like solar flares and climate change and weaponizing the weather, we don't know shit, okay? We don't know squat. We are a, a species Loaded with, I'm going to give you a word because you're going to hear this word tonight. We are a species loaded with hubris. Okay? Hubris. H-U-B-I-R-I-S. Hubris. What is hubris? Arrogance. That's what it is. Okay. We think we are above it. You're going to hear a guy tonight, in fact, in a little bit, talk about hubris and climate change i waited for i'm I waited for the end of the show to play this video it's about six minutes long okay and so we're going to wait till the end to play it but we're going to talk a little bit about um the human condition you know weather has consistently been a secular thing it runs in cycles okay Every two or 300 years, weather patterns repeat themselves. They do. Right. They just do. People say, oh, well, it's global warming. It's global warming. The ice caps are melting. Blah, blah, blah. Guess what? They said that 200 years ago. They said that 100 years ago. They said that 25 years ago. They're saying it today. Well, guess what? Nothing's changed with the ice cap. They're still there. They're still frozen solid. Okay? Things melt, yes. And things freeze up again, yes. If you take a tray of ice cubes right. 
and put them on your kitchen table. Okay? Right. They're going to melt if you leave them of there. Okay? Yeah. It's going to well, what's going to happen if you put them back in the freezer? They're going to freeze. They're going to freeze up again. Do you see how simple this shit is? Yes. It's not. Folks, you just had an astrophysicist explain it to you. But let me explain it in mad dog style, okay? I'm going to pull the microphone real close to me. I want you to listen. It's not fucking rocket science. Okay? It's not rocket science. It's common sense, folks. It's a circular pattern. Weather does these things in cycles. A thousand years ago, the wind blew in the desert. The wind is still blowing in the desert. Yes. And it's going to continue to rain on certain days, too, just like it did years ago. But it's that's the way it is. Yes. It's the way it is. Look, it, it, then there's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. It is what it is. Just, you know, don't. The problem, Amelia, is that people don't know how to relax. They don't know how to, like, just live their life, especially the government especially the military, military establishments cannot survive if there's peace in the world. Because their only job is to torture, maim, and kill. That's all they do. They That's have to cause havoc military. somewhere. <laughs> That's all the military ever is ever good for. Yeah. Torture, yeah. maim, and kill. Yeah. Okay? They should take that same energy and try loving and spreading peace and generosity and goodness. But they can't, you know why? Because they're yes. the fucking military and they suck cock. They suck cock. I'll say it again. The military mm -hmm. sucks cock. Yeah. But the poor people who put their lives on the line are working for the devil. Okay? Because yeah, that's what the military is. Okay? It, there's no need for the military. There's... There was no need for the military back then. There's no need yeah. for the military today. Nope. They're Go weaponizing either. the weather. Why? Because they had a, a surplus of money, and they have all of this time to kill, and um, and why the hell not? Well, guess what? Be careful what you ask for, because you might yep. get it. Add, add more money for the government to spend. <laughs> oh, man. You it's time for our next commercial break. Oh, it is. Yes. It is. How about this? Look at you. change who's really running the show Amelia unfortunately it's going to be I, I'm pretty sure it's still the government and it's always going to be the government unless we can find you know take over somehow and make them stop that, that's coming oh that's coming well I told you I was going to save the best for last so here you go let's watch this is a Greek word that means dangerously overconfident based on my research Hubris fairly describes our current response to the issue of climate change. Here's what many people believe. One, the planet is warming catastrophically because of certain human behaviors. Two, thanks to powerful computers, we can project what the climate will be like 20, 40, or even 100 years from now. And three, that if we eliminate just one behavior, the burning of fossil fuels, 
we can prevent the climate from changing for as long as we like. Each of these presumptions, together the basis of our hubris regarding the changing climate, is either untrue or so far off the mark as to be useless. Yes, it's true that the globe is warming and that humans are exerting a warming influence upon it. But beyond that, to paraphrase a line from the classic movie The Princess Bride, I do not think the science says what you think it says. For example, government reports state clearly that heat waves in the U.S. are now no more common than they were in 1900. Hurricane activity is no different than it was a century ago. Floods have not increased across the globe over more than 70 years. Greenland's ice sheet isn't shrinking any more rapidly today than it was 80 years ago. Why aren't these reassuring facts better known? Because the public gets its climate information almost exclusively from the media. And from a media perspective, fear sells. Things aren't that bad doesn't sell. Very few people, and that includes journalists who report on climate news, read the actual science. I have. And what the data, the hard science, from the U.S. government and the U.N. climate reports say is that things aren't that bad. Nor does the public understand the questionable basis of all catastrophic climate change projections, computer modeling. Projecting future climate is excruciatingly difficult. Yes, there are human influences, but the climate is complex. Anyone who says that climate models are just physics either doesn't understand them or is being deliberately misleading. I should know. I wrote one of the first textbooks on computer modeling. While modelers base their assumptions upon both fundamental physical laws and observations of the climate, there's still considerable judgment involved. And since different modelers will make different assumptions, results vary widely among different models. Where did we just hear that, Neil? Let's see. Remind me again. Sorry. I'm in a brain. <laughs> Let's just take one simple but significant assumption modelers must make, the impact of clouds on the climate. Natural fluctuations in the height and coverage of clouds have at least as much of an impact on the flows of sunlight and heat as do human influences. But how can we possibly know global cloud coverage, say, 10, let alone 50 years from now? Obviously, we can't. But to create a climate model, we have to make assumptions. That's a pretty shaky foundation on which to transform the world's economy. And by the way, creating more accurate models isn't getting any easier. In fact, the more we learn about the climate system, the more we realize how complex it is. Rather than admit this complexity, the media, the politicians, and a good portion of the climate science community attribute every terrible storm, every flood, every major fire to climate change. Yes, we've always had these weather events in the past, the narrative goes, but somehow climate change is making everything worse. Even if that were true, isn't the relevant question how much worse? Not to mention that worse is not exactly a scientific term. And how would we make it better? For the alarmists, that's easy. We get rid of fossil fuels. Not only is this impractical, we get over 80% of the world's energy from fossil fuels. It's not scientifically possible. That's because CO2 doesn't disappear from the atmosphere in a few days like, say, smog. It hangs around for a really long time. About 60% of any CO2 that we emit today will remain in the atmosphere 20 years from now. Between 30 and 55% will still be there after a century. And between 15 and 30% will remain after a thousand years. In other words, it takes centuries for the excess carbon dioxide to vanish from the atmosphere. And so any partial reduction in carbon dioxide emissions would only slow the increase in human influences, not prevent it, let alone reverse it. CO2 is not a knob that we can just turn down to fix everything. We don't have that ability. To think that we do is, well, hubris. Hubris leads to bad decisions. A little humility and a little knowledge would lead to better ones. I'm Steve Coonan former Undersecretary for Science in the Obama administration and author of Unsettled, What Climate Science Tells Us, What It Doesn't, and Why It Matters for Prager University. That wow. man is brilliant. Brilliant he yeah. is. Uh-oh, hold up. 
David McCollum, who you know from the man from Uncle of Days Gone By and NCIS of today's programming. David McCollum, dead at the age of 90. He was an amazing oh, wow. actor. And, uh, and I remember growing up watching him on the show with, uh, with Robert Vaughn. Mm -hmm. David McCollum called The Man from Uncle. It was mm -hmm. a spy show back in the day. You're too young to remember that, Amelia. Well, I remember that show, though, that you were just talking in, about. In reruns, you maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I well, saw it them. first out. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, David McCullen was 90 years old. Oh. So, um, what'd you think of that astronomer? He was pretty I mean, interesting. Astrophysicist. Yeah, I mean, and, and then about him saying that making assumptions, you know, about the with the weather and everything like that, you know. I can yeah. understand that he's saying assumptions, but I think that he's a little bit wrong with that because there's no assumptions because they already know what the weather's going to be. No, that's not true. He's saying just the opposite. Mm -hmm. So you really didn't, I don't think, understand. Well, the assumptions was, you know, to me, that you kind know, of stood out. Hubris, mm -hmm. hubris leads to bad assumptions. Mm -hmm. Okay. What he was saying yeah. is... A little bit of humility and a little bit more research would would lead to better, assumptions. better assumptions and better decision making. Mm -hmm. That's the essence of what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, the totally opposite of what, right. what you said. And I uh, remember the farmer's almanac. Remember that a long time ago. You know, but let me tell you something. I'm glad mm -hmm. you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. the farmer's almanac. You know why they were always accurate? Yes. I'm gonna tell me why. Tell me why they were always accurate. Because, I mean, you could plan it by the season back then. You know, you could know exactly what you could plan. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. What did I say before? Because it ties into your answer. What? Everything comes in cycles. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's circular. Yes. The weather is circular. Mm -hmm. They can look 100 years in the past. See what it did and predict what it's going to do based on the cycle. Right. And that's not rocket science. That's just knowing what the past was. Correct. People today, they're not happy with common sense. They want to be bigger, brighter, smarter, better, whatever, whatever the fuck that means. But here's the biggest problem. And I want you to do something real quick. Give yourself a pat on the back because you were saying a lot of what he just said earlier, too. And but what 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 I'm saying is if we do what the man said was, if we just, just do what the man said, have a little humility and admit when we're wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. Admit when we're wrong. People don't know how to do. They don't know how to say, "I'm wrong." I'm sorry. I gave you bad advice. I'm wrong. People don't know how to do that. Know why? Because who wants to be wrong? No one wants to be wrong. Uh, there you go. Yeah. No. Nobody. It's like if you tell somebody to do this over here, and you're supposed to be putting it over here, they're like, "Okay, that's the wrong place to put it." But yep. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, on that note, we will see you tomorrow night with Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski. We will talk about weather anomalies, weaponizing the weather, how it ties into spirituality, what the Bible says about the changing weather. And we may or may not see Amelia tomorrow night. I might give her the night off. You know, I might give you the night off tomorrow night because you sound terrible and you need to go to bed and rest. Drink something. Oh. Dr. DeCipio was telling you. Dr. DeCipio. Dr. Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Mad Dog. Stay in bed and drink some tea or some coffee. Yeah, I know. Tea flavored <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Do they make that? <laughs> you got to ask Two Rivers Coffee Company. By the way, you need to send them out a letter. 
I, on that note, take care, folks. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. Bye.